Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got problems. Base weather. Base weather. Base weather. Base weather. Uh, precip. Precip. <laughs> There's base precip. Base precip. Uh, you've got some problems. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so, and we're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we've got uh, some details coming up on uh, how you can get involved and compete against us when it comes to the NCAA tournament and our bracket challenge. Uh, but the uh, the big news that came out uh, out of the uh, NFL last night was uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, who uh, caught a little bit of a, uh, a peek into the future potentially that uh, that things might not be uh, you know continuing more forward. Well, you listen. Oh, I mean, there's geez. been no uh, you know nothing uh, you know set in stone yet when it comes to his future, but uh, he wrote took to Twitter amidst the rumors about the Browns' interest in Deshaun Watson uh, just to thank the city of Cleveland. Uh, went on to say, uh, I've given this franchise everything I have. Uh, that is something I've always done at every stage and at every level, and that will not change wherever I take my next step, whatever happens. I just want to say thank you to the fans who truly embraced who I am and the mentality that aligns so well with this city's hardworking people. Cleveland will always be a part of Emily and my story. And we will always be thankful for the impact it has had and will have on our lives. Sincerely, Baker Did Reagan he? Mayfield. Very, very yeah. different than uh, November 23rd, 2021, when Baker Mayfield was quoted as saying, those are probably the same fans that won't be quiet when we're on offense trying to operate after a close win versus the Detroit Lions and hearing boos from his fans. Yeah. I, I so. just... Did I miss something here? Did, that you didn't know his middle a, name was Reagan? Is this a Hall of Fame career that's coming to an end? Like, what, uh, is, it, Has he had a career of note? Well, I mean, it's Hall of Fame considering they were 1-31 in 31 before he got there in a two-year yeah. span. Uh, is, so. that, is that what we're going with? I mean, I mean, he did win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He did win or was a part of helping them win their first playoff game in umpteen years. Oof. I mean, all right. Well, I guess those I think are it's, notes. It's, those are it's notes. been historical in regards to Brown standards. Yeah. I mean, listen, they they uh, opened right. up fridges, Bud Light fridges around the country when they finally yeah. won a game. And who yeah, was the did. guy that got got them those fridges to open up? Baker, Baker Mayfield. Reagan Mayfield. Reagan Baker Reagan Mayfield. Uh, I just yeah. BRM. I was just confused because that's right. Burm. I would have I would have thought that. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> You're yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. I just I thought you you make you make speeches like that when it's going to be a memorable 
you know, well, career. I think you include your middle name when it's going to be a memorable moment. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Like you want. I, I don't know if he's. Fle- I don't know if it's a family name. Is he trying to like showcase his conservative values, oh, like a Ronald no. Reagan? Come on. I'm just. I'm throwing it out there. I'm just saying. I, I don't know what the the thought is behind putting the middle name in there. Is he going to be referred to only as Baker Reagan Mayfield? I mean, you know, what? like Matt Matthew now. You know, now we got Baker, Baker Reagan Mayfield. I mean, you know what? How I feel about three names. You know, yeah, usually you're a serial killer. Yeah, when you're in trouble, that's the only time I've ever heard three names. That's true. Your mom, like, if you're, if it, it's like, come in, it's time to come in. Then you hear, Lavar, come on, come on in. You still playing? Then you hear. My name, Lavar. My middle name, my last name. That, You're going immediately. Did I? Ever, That's, you immediately vacate the premises to get to to the house. Did you not want to tell us your middle name? I just didn't want to make it about me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. You like, okay. It's still hey, Baker, Jonas, it's Jonas still, you go then. What's still your middle Baker name? Baker Reagan. Okay. You know, I just didn't want to make it about me. You hey, know? hey, hey, it's, it's Andrew. Jonas will. Hey, Jonas, I, got, what is it? I got a pretty strong name, well, so he, I just is pretty cool. Did right? I did I tell you guys a story about uh, how I found out what my dad's middle name was? No. Okay. So my dad had told us for years that he had no middle name. And so his name is Charles Knox. And so Chuck Knox, like the old Rams coach, that was the whole. And so we never knew that that my dad had a middle name. And all of a sudden, a piece of mail comes to the house from his high school. They're doing some uh, 30-year, 40-year anniversary, whatever it was, reunion. And it says, uh, Charles Willis Knox. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, Willis. Dad, who's Willis? Uh, I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Uh, Willis. <laughs> like, what you, you talking about, Willis? And then, and then so then it, it all of a sudden came together. We went, so that's why you named one of your sons Tyrone. Like, that's why like, it was like. You wanted to give him some Yeah, some, I don't know. Like, now, yeah, now you know we, what I went through growing up. But yeah, that was the. Uh, so whenever I hear someone so, use their middle name, it just, uh, you know, I remember my dad lying about him having one for years. My, my so. dad's first name is Tyrone. My mom didn't like it, but she wanted to give me my dad's middle name. So she kept the Ty portion of it, but instead of Tyrone, instead of Braden Tyrone, like she it. made it Braden uh-uh. Tyler. I was like, okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's insulting. Just give you a different name completely. Only one half of the, only one half of his name works. I, mean, I don't know. Chopper's Ch- 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 all, so. all the way American, though. Yeah. You know, Tyler yeah. is way more, Braden Tyler is way more <laughs> American than Braden Tyrone. I mean, I just, you know, I, you know, I get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, that's, that's Brady, so my, my cousin. Who was on, and Tyrone's in our family. You know? Here's the thing. My cousin who was on oh, Home Improvement, Tyrone. his parents didn't like Tyrone either, so they just chopped it off to Ty. <laughs> so it's Zachary Ty Bryan. So I, I, apparently no one likes Tyrone oh, quite as much or, or the ring oh, to it. an interesting man. name. Tyrone was from uh, Fame. He was the dancer from Fame. That's if right. I remember yet. Yeah. Yeah. Call Tyrone. Yeah. yeah, man. My middle name's Rashad, by the way. So. Rashad. I'm a, so I'm, an, I'm named after LeVar Burton from, from Roots. I, I was born during the time that Roots came out the movie and then my middle name came from Ahmad Rashad you know the critically acclaimed Man, reporter that, yeah. that was with, you know he played people didn't know how good of a football player he was he's a dope football player he was player. awesome didn't he catch um, the original Hail Mary or no he, I, I remember he, like he was high, that was one of his highlights but people know him from the inside stuff yeah. like he he was like besties I mean he's probably still besties with, with Michael Jordan so people know him from that so 
But that's how I got my name. So it's Lavar Rashad Aaron. By the way, have you have you seen Ahmad Rashad recently? He hasn't aged one. Not bit. one. Yeah, bit. he looks he looks the exact, exact same. Not one bit. <laughs> exact same. When I remember as a little kid seeing that inside the it was inside the NBA yeah, or inside, inside stuff yeah. or something. Inside, yeah, inside stuff. stuff. Inside yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I literally he looks the exact same. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no uh, no aging whatsoever. Yeah. But um, you know, again, uh, uh, when it comes to uh, Baker Mayfield, apparently uh, it is he has not aged gracefully there in the city of Cleveland. They were celebrating Can, him. Can we uh, play a game real quick, though? Yeah. Uh, Can we yeah, play I a mean, game? Only if we've got game show music. Yeah. You know the rules here. Let's play. There's simple rules here on this show. We have to have game show music or else we cannot play games. Uh, it has to happen unless we have that sort of music uh, to go. And there it is. Oh, right, I nice. guess we can play now. All right. The band's right. here. Okay. Which of these <laughs> events will Baker Mayfield be most remembered for in Cleveland if he is indeed traded away from the Brownies? Will it be A- being the quarterback to get the win that opened up Bud Light fridges around the country. Mm -hmm. Okay. Will it be B, the Cleveland Browns quarterback who led his team to the first playoff win in some two decades? Okay. Will it be C, the Cleveland Browns quarterback to spot a UFO and talk openly about it. Okay, that's this is good stuff. All right. Um, I'm going with C. Uh, well, there's there's, there's a okay. D? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, oh, there's D. hold on. Let yeah. me hold there's, on there. Let there's, me back there's, always, there's always some D. LeVar wants to see the D. Yeah. Let's go. Right. <laughs> Y'all are <laughs> out of control, man. Will it be D, the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, who most notably got in a fight with every single local media member throughout his time there? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh no, not that one made it more interesting. Yeah. Ooh. But it's not in reporters who have, uh, you know, like a long standing uh, relationship with the team and are pretty credible, like Tony Grossi or Mary Kay Cabot. So it's just, right. uh, you know, they've been there for, what, 40 years combined? Um, yeah. I'll probably more than that, maybe. Yeah. I'm still going to stay with C because my reasoning is. For one, that will definitely end up being way more memorable than everything else that was stated. Two, it justifies D because why else would you be fighting with every media member if you're a guy that sees you? And shots out to Colin. Look, I don't want no beef, Colin, but I I just, you know, you're a little off to me if you're seeing UFOs and and you're talking about it and you really believe it. So uh, I'm going to go with C. I'm gonna go with C. Baker Mayfield will be remembered most about seeing UFOs. Yeah, this is tough. I want to. I want to really shine light on the playoff win uh, over the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I'm pretty sure uh, Ben Roethlisberger was going through rigor mortis uh, at that point during the season, so I'm not sure I can really give credit. I mean, listen, there's asterisks in life, and uh, that happens to be one of them. I'm gonna go with A. The Bud Light fridges opening up automatically around the country because uh, the fact that the Browns were so bad for so long that automatic fridge opening at bars on a Thursday night across the country was actually a thing is insane and Baker Mayfield was responsible for it. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, Baker Mayfield opening those fridges for everybody so they can get hammered on a Thursday. So, All right. Yeah. Uh, what are you me, going with? Yeah, come on, Brady. you got to play oh, the game. Uh, I've got to play this game. Um, That's a tough one. I, I, I think it's going to be the playoff win. And the reason why I say that is because it, it's – it could be far and few between. If they don't get Deshaun Watson and this becomes such a difficult relationship to manage moving forward and they, and they trade away Baker Mayfield, 
I mean, they, yeah, they could sign Jameis Winston. They can look at some of the other guys who are out there. But I, I kind of look and go, they might not be playing in a playoff game for a while. I mean, look at that division. Joe Burrow with the Bengals now. I mean, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. And I assume they'll get a long-term deal done. The Steelers. Now, I don't know if it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky or if they draft a guy, but it's not like that organization's walking away. I mean, they they might be in a position where we're looking at them now as – you know, maybe the third, fourth team in that division can, as it currently stands. Can, can I ask a question here? Maybe I, this is a dumb question, and I know we got to go to break, but is there a possibility that if they don't get Deshaun Watson that you have to either, A, you have to move on from Baker? You have to. It, or is that a possibility that you have to move? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, how do you get Just, Justin Love or Jordan Love to to Cleveland? Do you do you cut yeah, Baker Mayfield? Bad. Baker Mayfield is on his rookie contract, it's, right? It's, he, well, he's on his fifth year option, so they owe so, him eighteen million guaranteed. So it's a, that's a it's a lot. See, I'm trying to figure out what is because Baker Mayfield. I mean, we said sit sit behind Tom Brady. What would it make sense to sit behind Aaron Rodgers? I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I think Cleveland's going to try and I don't think Cleveland's going to end up with Deshaun Watson. I think he goes to either Carolina I, or New Orleans. But, it's a poisoned well. It is all the way hey, a poisoned well. All I now. care about is my entertainment, and I want to see Baker Mayfield have to go back to the Browns after all this. Oh, so uh, that's you're making it about you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because you know what? He's got such a red ass when things are going kind of well. Hey, he I plays well see, too. Yeah, he plays well with that red ass. I, 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 I want to see how this plays out where he, where the Browns have to take him back in. Because how maybe, is that not a dumpable okay, offense? Like red ass. I used something so easy yesterday. How how is red that red thing? Ass. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Come on, that's not and a... hit the button because that's got to be very, very like specific <laughs> that, no. to certain a certain color. No, it means angry. Come that's on. Not, listen, this, this you know the, the uh, visual of that to me is just horrific. Okay, but, I, I don't know what visual you're talking about. Uh, yeah, uh, come on. Well, are we being serious? Yeah, here? Red yes. Ass. Come on. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, oh my I just, god. Is it, was this in Willow? That Did I miss be. a scene in Willow? Uh, this might be culturally speaking because I've never had one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, oh, now. Nah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now nah, nah, you yeah. got to hit it again hey, because you know that's what? how America Racing. works, sir. Hey, LeVar doesn't know. He doesn't have a Tyrone in his family like Brady and that's I do. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what uh, I'm talking about. We got mans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got man-mans. You know what I mean? That's what I think we got you Trump. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. It is. Uh, we got it a Lester. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to my Uncle Les. Irish We guy, got right? a Kelvin. Yeah. All right. Just so you know. Uh, by the way, we Bet you guys don't have a poncho. Uh, <laughs> we do not have a poncho. Yeah, no poncho. No. Well, I no, do. No. You know, the in-laws. Right. Uh, okay. we, uh, uh, we are brought in Can you hit the button? No, come on. Come on. Come on. How's that Jonas is on fire what do you right mean? now. Come on, man. Wow, my in-laws. Like, <laughs> I'm sad. just assuming we got a poncho. That is a good point. It's a wild accusation. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a good point. Uh, right, it is uh, brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, and you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. And speaking of Indeed, be sure to join Fox Sports Radio's Million Dollar Bracket Challenge powered by Indeed. That's right. The Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. If you fill out a 
perfect bracket. Check this out. At FoxSportsRadio.com, you will win $1 million. And you can compete against Fox Sports Radio hosts and fellow listeners. The listener in first place, even without a perfect bracket, wins a 48-inch ViewSonic HDTV. That's right. A 48-inch HDTV will be yours, sponsored by ViewSonic. You can fill out your perfect bracket and fill out your bracket now until 11 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday morning at FoxSportsRadio.com. 11 a.m. Eastern time, Thursday morning at FoxSportsRadio.com. That is the deadline. That's FoxSportsRadio.com to fill out your bracket and get official rules so we can have some fun, talk a little trash, and make an example out of you in this bracket challenge like we do every single year. All right, coming up next, uh, one of the favorites every single week when he comes on, the great Petrus Papadakis. We just wind him up, we let him go, and you can enjoy it all next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Right now we welcome in uh, the great Petros Papadakis, co-host of the Petros and Money Show on the Blowtorch AM570 LA Sports, also a Fox College football analyst, uh, and he is a uh, tradition on this show every single Wednesday. Petros, good morning. Uh, how, you, how are we feeling here a day before St. Patty's Day? I know you're going to get fired up. Uh, we have a show tomorrow. Like a live, uh, we've been hookered out probably because they were scared. Of, I think they were scared that uh, that the baseball season, the lockout was going to go longer and they needed some profits. And, you know, like Bob Marley said, how long can they steal our profits oh, while we stand aside yeah. and look? Oh. Uh, so uh, they sent us out the, to the Hollywood Park Casino, so I'm going to be... Uh, just a real jackass tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> now, just are you drinking on out, the air? Huh? Are you drinking on the air while you're getting hooked? Uh, you know, I mean, I explained this to somebody yesterday. Who was it? Mick Cronin, uh, two days ago, where Mick was like, how come you guys just don't drink while you're doing the show? It sounds like it. And I was like, you know, we used to. Uh, but that's a young man's game. And not because, like, oh, my God, I'm drunk on the air. It's like, who cares? I sound drunk on the air anyway. Hmm. Uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's the indigestion. You know, you start, you know, we're talking three hours. You now. start belching. Yeah, well, you know, you just, it, when, you, when you have to constantly talk and pedal the bike for three hours and talk at a high level and scream like Louis Armstrong playing the trumpet, because that's a level of art we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, in great sports talk radio. But uh, when you do that, uh, you know, it's not like you're set- settling down and able to really enjoy your liquor or your beer. Uh, it all ends up very high in my esophagus. Mm. And uh, it's just, it's not worth it. I have indigestion for the rest of the night. So, I mean, I can drink during the show, but slowly and not with the same kind of gusto that I would normally be attacking the alcohol, punishing the liquor. Pops, they're they're looking to get Deshaun Watson in in Cleveland. Who's they? I am they. The, the <laughs> they Cleveland. Oh, you're trying to get them there too? No, I don't care. Uh, uh, what, can, the, guy, can you, the guy that owned the triple, the flying J or whatever, Jimmy uh, Haslam. Is, yeah, Mr. Haslam. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Old uh, Jimmy Haslett. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you had to give a your best argument. For Baker Mayfield to be okay with this, even if Deshaun Watson doesn't end up coming there, 
what what would that be? What what would you say to Baker Mayfield? Because he's saying his goodbyes even though he ain't went nowhere. You know, I don't know when when it happened that I mean when it became like an eighth grade or high school relationship or, you know, asking somebody to prom with pigeons and balloons and all this crap. Mm-hmm. I mean it's business. business. Yeah. You know, and it's not pretty all the time and but you have to do your due diligence and explore what your options are if you're in charge if you're baker mayfield if you're anybody i mean look at the russell wilson thing that just happened i mean there's more than one nfl team out there and it's highly unlikely that anybody's going to play their whole career anywhere uh you know these stories of where and i say this all the time and we had another example of one yesterday you know football at any level whenever if you're good enough to play in college and all that it's not going to end pretty for you I mean, it's not. If you give your life to football, it's probably not going to end on the field the way that you wanted it to. Uh, there are very few stories. There's Jerome Bettis. Mm. <laughs> there is uh, Strahan. Yeah. There is Elway, who looks like he could suck a whole cigarette that's 30 feet long <laughs> in one drag. Dang. I've seen Elway suck a cigarette. In one drag outside the Agua Caliente Casino in Palm Springs. And, you know, I had, you know, it was late at night, and I was, I'm not a casino person, and I was coming out of the casino, and I was like, damn, that's John Elway. Wow, he's smoking. Whoa, that is the longest drag of a cigarette I've ever seen anybody take in my whole life, and I'm Greek. Wow. <laughs> I could not, his lips went, like, his cheeks went in, like a porn, like, he was just like. <laughs> Like, he just sucked that nicotine, and I was like, damn, I guess it didn't end pretty for Elway. But either way, he he walked off the field, you know, as the champ. And, yeah. you know, and not even like – and that's not even the, the ultimate. Like, most of us would just have liked to walk off the field on our own terms, right? And nobody gets that. Nobody gets that. So all of a sudden, I mean, I know that it's like we must protect this house, and you do all the commercials, and – all that cool stuff, but you know, you're still just a football player. (laughs) Don't fool yourself into thinking that you're more than you are, you know, and the second they talk to somebody, you have to write this heartfelt Instagram thing. And I heard Eddie talking about it and then you got to walk it back because nobody can understand what you're trying to say. And I think it's a double-edged sword. I think football players and athletes in general and just people, I guess, have just got paper thin skin now. Mm. We all do, I guess, to a certain degree, because everything is right in our face right after it happens, and we're super raw. And then there's nothing private anymore. Like, if you have these great feelings of gratitude, call somebody and tell them. Like, hey, Aaron Rodgers, if you want to say something nice to Shailene Woodley, call her up, right? If you want to tell your wife what a great uh, person she is and what a wonderful anniversary or whatever, tell her that. Yeah. Write her no, don't, a don't letter. Don't post it on social media. <laughs> don't post it on social media with 20 pictures as if that's some kind of validation. It's, you know, whatever happened to having, like, I mean, even people's relationship with God, like everything, any relationship anybody has, people feel like it's not a relationship unless you are like the the band leader in one of the historic black colleges doing high stepping with like three freaking uh, uh, batons. Like, Unless you're doing that, dancing around and doing flips and freaking out in front of people, it's almost like you don't have any relationships. And it's like some of that stuff should be private to me. 
Yeah. And maybe I'm from a different era. And, and you know, I mean, everybody just rushes emotionally to Instagram or whatever to send these long, lengthy, dumbass posts that they think are poignant. But, hey, you ain't William Wordsworth. You're not that good of a writer. Keep it to yourself. (laughs) I mean, you're only going to end up looking stupid later. Uh, And, you know, uh, it happens so fast that no one even remembers. But anyway, those are my feelings. I think it's uh, just way, way too much from everybody. Bravo, Petros. I I feel the exact same way. I feel like those... You know, posts, those, those comments, those it's, it's all for everyone else. It's not for usually the person it's actually intended for. But I, I did want you to know, I've actually broken down the John Elway cigarette drag uh-huh. uh, and his anatomy because I, I actually saw something similar well, when I was Denver with the Broncos. Days, yeah. yeah, when we were in London, I saw him take a drag of a cigarette. I thought the same thing. I was like... Damn. I mean, he yeah. could be. He could have been the Marlboro Man if he wanted to. Well, the Marlboro Man? My God, he could be Debbie Does Dallas. I'm not going to go there. To be able yeah. to suck that much nicotine out of that little <laughs> well, space. With the filter. With the filter. Here's, here's what makes it all possible. He's got a barrel chest. He, he's one of those dudes who has, like, the big old barrel chest and like the lung capacity. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you could think of yeah. It's out in Denver, Petros. I'm sure you Somebody else has to light it, though, because the bong's so yeah. big. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> hey, Petros. Oh, my God. What did you guys make of the whole Tom Brady coming back out of retirement? What, was he, was he ever retired it. in the first place? I guess not. I mean, <laughs> look, I, I, when Eddie was doing his report, and thank God for that. Otherwise, I wouldn't know anything about sports. <laughs> Every week, if, if Eddie doesn't do his report, I, I don't know. I mean, I just go on the show talking noir. But uh, I, when he said he was, look, I knew Tom Brady when I was in college. And he was a dork. And he still is. I mean, none of us ever wanted to be around him. He was a dork with a concave chest. And... I just not, not a not, barrel chest. Not yeah. a barrel chest. Oh, he probably yeah. can't uh, take a drag off a cigarette. Oh, can God, he? please. Marlboro Ultralight's just <laughs> buckling him. <laughs> but, uh... Concave. <laughs> when he said, like, obviously his success and, and everything he's accomplished uh, has been mind-boggling <laughs> to many of us uh, who are from the same era. And just the fact that he said... Like six years ago, oh, I'm going to play till I'm 45. And I think I said on the air, like, who's going to want you? <laughs> you know, I mean, no one wants a 45 year old. I mean, it boggles the mind and it really bucks any kind of football convention. And there is such a thing as staying too long at the carnival, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And uh, it kind of feels like he is. He's pretty bent on doing that. But I would have never thought that any of this would be possible. I mean, all of this is just, it just is crazy on top of crazy on top of uh, just something we may never see again. Or maybe this will be kind of a new model for athletes and the way they take care of themselves and quarterback can get rid of the ball or anything like that. Just don't look for any 45-year-old Will linebackers anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably um, won't happen. Uh, Petros, uh, before we let you Fletcher. go, 
Uh, yeah, well, there is London Fletcher. Yeah. How long do he, is he still playing? He's not still playing, no. is he? What? Um, yeah. Sam Mills played a long time. Just ask that. Yeah, I was, just, I was, like, I was thinking, yeah. when did London Fletcher walk away? Like, not that long ago, yeah, right? Not long ago. A couple years ago, maybe? It's been a while. Um, all right. <laughs> I so, tried to I mean, help you out Almost there. a decade ago? Yeah, yeah, it's wait, been a while. Was it? Like, who, why? <laughs> time is a flat circle. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Petros, we got to ask you this before we let you go. Speaking of somebody who defies, you know, time and and age and all that uh know that you've been hot on the coverage of lebron james and just this this phenomenal laker team uh from this year Uh, just your thoughts and some of the coverage uh, recently of lebron james and the los angeles lakers you know i I don't want to you know upset anybody (laughs) it just feels it just feels i know that this guy has been scrutinized since he was 14 and everything he does is like a social media post to your wife so uh, there's a lot of drama and there's a lot of pomp and circumstance and who could blame him? I mean, it's hard to put yourself. I used to say this about Kobe, you know, especially when he was going through the trial and all that. And they were like, you know, a jury of his peers. It's like, who's his peer? You know, these basketball players, these one or two or four or five guys who are so globally recognized are really, really just pumped up by our society. I mean, it's hero worship to the 20th degree. But when you lose by 30, there was the greatest meme on Twitter the other day, and it was a picture of LeBron and Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. And it said, if you don't love me down by 30, then you can't love me down by 20. (laughs) Oh, man. And... You know, that's really the funny part. It's like you watch these Laker games and because it's so funny. I told you how I do it. I just leave it on because just, just to watch them fail. And Bill McDonald, their play-by-play guy, is like, oh, no defense. Oh, and, you know, Stu's like, and they're down by 25. A lot of work to do <laughs> on the Laker basketball network. <laughs> and I just listen to it and I just love it. It's just a cacophony of failure. And then you check Twitter after the game. And it's like a giant sparkling <laughs> crown. And, like, look what LeBron did. He kept his stats going. It's like, yeah, well, you went down 20. He came out of the game. The other team stopped playing defense. And then LeBron goes in and scores 30. And everybody's like, no, LeBron. <laughs> and obviously he's great. You know, obviously he defies all these things. He's a, he's a fat. I used to show up at Staples Center when he was young. just to, And I'm not that big of a live sports guy, but – I'd use my media credential because I'd want to watch this guy explode to the basket. I'd never seen anything like it. And, I mean, he's a phenomenon. There's no doubt about it. But uh, whoever handles his career is an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And and this has been happening for a long time. I'm sure people in Cleveland and Miami and all this can relate. But I don't think that – and I think even Laker fans have really come to this, even the most delusional of Laker fans who would root for – you know, Paul Pot if he was playing point guard for them. Uh, <laughs> but I think even Laker fans at this point are kind of like, yeah, this is not a likable guy. This is not a, <laughs> a likable team. This is not the Lakers. This is not, this is not a recognizable product. And there's just a mercenary kind of vibe about it. And it's ugly. I mean, it's ugly. But the national media doesn't care. I mean, it's kind of like when the Clippers had Lob City. Nobody in town cared. Nobody. But every night was highlights of Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, you know, national highlights. At least they would win. 
I mean, this Laker thing is their national highlights of a team that lost by 30 for a guy who's, you know, chasing this record or chasing that record. And it kind of – we always wondered the last couple of years, like, oh, wow, LeBron's really playing the whole game. And, wow, they're losing, but LeBron's still in there. It's like, yeah, he's chasing Kareem. That's what it's about. And uh, I don't know. I just think a stat grab is kind of ugly. It, it's uh, You missed one uh, key element uh, when you're thrown to break uh, as part of the Lakers broadcast. Right after Stu's sign-out uh, going to break, uh, it's usually a Tito's Tacos commercial, I think. Or, yeah, like, Tito's uh, or Jack in a Box. Yeah, Cal Worthington Ford yeah, uh, back That's in the why day. all Laker fans weigh about 480 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Get a new, you know, Trevor Ariza scores a three tonight. Everybody's getting two tacos from Drug in the Book. It used to be Chalupas. Uh, if they scored 100 yes. or something, you got a Chalupa. Oh, a chalupa. And there'd be a riot, you know. They're like 99 and they're dribbling it out. People, I mean, people, you thought they burned down the gas station when they won the championship. And by the way, that was outside after they had a Hollywood hot dog, one of those bacon-wrapped hot dogs outside the, uh, the oh, arena. The danger dog. Go. Yeah. Oh, I, was a, I was, I'm doing some work for the kings these days (laughs) and uh i swear i I am i'm back at staples or crypto or whatever they call it now and uh, i was walking out of there the other day and i was just pubic hair away (laughs) from pulling the trigger but now the danger dog people have wheels so you can't keep them down oh man they so if the cops come and try to move them they just (laughs) they roll their grill like five feet over like what now what a lay Hey, Pac-Man, I moved my thing. I'm a hot dog vendor, Danny. Uh, it is uh, Petros Papadakis. Get him on Twitter, at uh, the old P. Uh, he is uh, on with Matt Money Smith, AM570 LA Sports, the uh, Petros and Money Show, Fox College Football Analyst, and one of our favorites. Petros, always a good time. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Validate me and your love for me through social media. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. Good point. I'm, I'm about is. to right now. <laughs> right now. Look at me, Pac-Man. <laughs> this is me too, man. All right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio coming up next. The BQ News right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. We will be back on the air tomorrow, same time, same place, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, uh, and it is uh, officially tournament day. All right, now the tournament, we got it later on tonight. We get it. Notre Dame's playing. They're going to take care of Rutgers. That's a shoe-in. Uh, you know, I like Notre Dame uh, minus one in that game. That's my uh, my pick of the day. But uh, we are going to get into the tournament talk. We're going to find out the latest on Deshaun Watson. So, again, 6 a.m. Eastern 
time, we will be here uh, with you. Uh, and if you missed any of this show, it's been a wild one. You can check out the podcast after we go off the air at foxsportsradio.com. Before we get to the BQ news, want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. Let's uh. draw to light a heroic act by a UFC fighter. Yeah, Kevin Holland. He trains down in Fort Worth, Texas. Him and his training partner, they heroically subdued a man who he walked into a raw sushi in Highland Village and opened fire. Kevin Holland, as well as his trainer, uh, were able to apprehend uh, the suspect and uh, take him down. So got to draw light to that. Uh, I don't know if anyone knew of Kevin Holland before this, but hopefully people are a fan of him. I did. Hmm. Uh, he's a pretty good fighter. Just dropped down to fight at 170. He's been fighting at 185 for a long time. And one of the more entertaining guys, because he just he doesn't really care if he loses. He's like, eh. You know, we'll just try it anyways. And he uh, he's a really talented guy. But, uh, yeah, he, I guess he was explaining that when he looked, the gun was pointing at him. So they went around the backside, and he couldn't tell who to grab because the guy was wrestling on the ground with the gunman. And so once he saw that the guy who had uh, was holding on to the gun was on the bottom, then he went around and just choked the guy out and put him to sleep. I was so, about to say, I bet you he lumped his head right on I up. Just, just strangled I him. I hope he lumped him up. <laughs> just strangled him. Shouts out to you, Kev Holland. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Pretty awesome. Great, great stuff. Putting that mixed martial arts to use. How about this, though? Uh, doctors, well, they're slamming social media influencers uh, who are trying to promote methylene blue. It's an antifungal dye. It's uh, most often used to clean fish tanks. Um, but essentially, these social media influencers are, are trying to say that uh, it could help uh, enhance their cognitive abilities, boost metabolism, and more importantly, fight aging and so doctors are warning there's some extreme health risks uh, health risks that go along with this but once again social media wins the day with a bunch of idiots trying to sell you something that doesn't work that, that was like when they were doing the uh the pots that go into the uh, the washing machines oh, the, pot, the pot challenge because so many people were convinced that it looks like a uh, candy so let's just go ahead and let's let's eat them. Why would anybody think that if you wanted to defy aging, you just use what they use in fish tanks? Uh, like, no, it doesn't make sense. Like nothing about uh, it makes no. sense. Players rub horse tranquilizer stuff on their skin sometimes. Well, that's true, you but know, I mean, you know. guys go to extremes. People go to extremes for things sometimes. They're oh, gifted, you know. You know. Oh, speaking know. of extremes, yeah, um, Russia extremes. has gone to some extremes. There's a parliament member named Oleg Matavichev. And he speaks on behalf of a lot of top uh, government officials there. And he's basically claiming that the United States, because of the sanctions that we've placed on Russia uh, after they invaded and have attacked Ukraine, that we owe them somewhere along the lines of over $100 million. And on top of that, we need to give them back Russia. Or excuse me, Alaska. Jesus. Wait. Oh, give them back Alaska. Wait, was Alaska ever theirs? 
Uh, apparently, they're going back all the way throughout different periods of time, uh, all the way back to the USSR, okay. um, and even before that, the Russian Empire. So they're asking to return all those properties, including, including by the way, Fort Ross, which is in California. It's a small area in Sonoma County. Okay. So, so they're trying to start beef with us now. Huh? So, so they're trying to well, set it off. Right. Huh? Here, here's here's why I think Very they're full. Of, here's why I think they're full of it. Does Trajan Langdon, who's Alaskan, look Russian? Or Shane Battier? Yeah. Come on. Come on. I mean, come on. Get out of here. Shane Battier Alaska, from Alaska? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 